This episode of the Insurance Coffee House is sponsored by Insurance Search. Insurance Search provides executive recruitment services to insurance companies and brokers in the UK and across the United States. Visit insurance-search.com for more details. The Insurance Coffee House, the place where you get to meet and learn from some of the most successful insurance business leaders from across the world. Hosted by Nick Hoadley, CEO of Insurance Search. Welcome to the Insurance Coffee House Global InsureTech Series. I'm Nick Hoadley, and each week you can join me as I interview leading InsureTech executives from around the world. We will be learning about the different InsureTech technologies and finding out how they can be a benefit to both insurance brokers and carriers when it comes to delivering for your customers. We'll also be learning about the different career opportunities available to insurance leaders within the InsureTech space and what benefits that can give to your career. I hope you enjoy the show. Today, I'm joined by Jeff Shee, who is the CEO and co-founder at QuoteHound. QuoteHound are an insurtech business based in the United States. And Jeff joins me from Chantilly, Virginia today. Welcome to the show, Jeff. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. Jeff, real pleasure to have you on the show. Really looking forward to hearing more about your career and also great work you're doing there at QuoteHound. Before we go into that, though, would you mind sharing with our listeners a little bit more about your career today? what that trajectory has been like and and what was the sort of inspiration for you starting QuoteHound? Sure. Well, got an industry, insurance industry in 2011. Started with two people, you know, they're a close friend of mine. And, um, you know, at first we were growing our business by, you know, the typical way, the referral, the word of mouth, the personal network. And then I realized, you know, that's not fast enough, right? We have A to nine hours work work hour in the day. And sometimes, you know, we put in 12 to 13 hours and I need to spend absolutely busy and my team need to spend absolutely busy during those hours. Our biggest enemy is time. You know, we all, we only have so much time in the day and how do we maximize those time? It was something that I was trying to figure out. So we started buying leads, internet leads and internet leads is something that, you know, a lot of people have said, oh, you know, it doesn't work. You know, you're dealing with shoppers, but if you go by that same concept, look at Geico and Progressive, they build monster business by dealing with shoppers, right? So as time progressed, we got a little bit better at everything we do, you know, start really put, putting the formula together, um, having the right CRM, having the right campaign, strip campaign, strip text, strip emails, having the right scripts, and then that going into training, right? Like how do we overcome objections? How do we keep the people on the phone? How do we engage in a coding scenario? How do we engage with consumers when they are just looking for one product? And then you say, hey, you know what? It's your best interest to purchase both products, your home and your auto, to bundle your products. During my career, I started growing the team, growing the team, and then you know, started dealing with every single lead companies. In my earlier days, insuranceagent.net, you know, precise leads. And throughout the way, I started building relationships, right? A lot of my account managers, you know, are great relationship I built. In particular, this gentleman named Justin Marks, and um, he worked for a company called Underground Elephant. Um, I just remember visiting the company, and um, they were in San Diego. And um, him and I just hung out, we chatted, and at the time, there's another agent we met, Justin Egger, at the same event. And then I, I just always thought that Justin Marks was going to be a really, really impressive gentleman as he grew his career trajectory from being in the enterprise account. Going forward, 2019, uh, we launched another company called Quantum Assurance, and we really thought that 
there's so many important factors, right? Like to build an impressive organization, a thousand people, five thousand people, ten thousand people, and you know whether it's training, whether it's recruiting, whether it's career relationship, whether it's all these things. Every every sector has to matter. Every sector has to make a difference and try to reimagine the future. You can hear me say that like four or five times. But one of the most important factor was leads, whether it's internet leads, click to calls, Google click to calls,、um, and live transfers, whether it's personal line, commercial line, or life insurance, more Medicare. So I started approaching a few people, and one of the people I approached was Justin Marks. And he was like the first piece of the anchor, the foundation. And、uh, once he saw our vision, and、um, he started joining our vision and came on board, the rest we just started putting each of the pieces together. And、um, you know, when we build the company, our vision is how do we find the smartest people, right? Whether they come from a background of working with Google or a background of working with different lead companies, you know, our vision is someone with the right ethics and. Transparency and intelligence. So we thought that the lead industry really lacked in transparency. I think sometimes, like if we do things certain way, we should always tell our consumers, our clients, our agents how we do things, explain to them, and let them determine how they want to spend their wallet. And here come Kuohan. And Kuohan, the first two years was in a pilot stage. It was in the stage of、um, supporting a few close friends of ours. Yeah, who run pretty decent size agency because they run decent size agency of five, ten, twenty size agencies.、Um, mm-hmm. When we sell them products, we get feedbacks, and that、mm-hmm. what feedback whether is terrible or great, we know they'll be honest with us. Yeah, and we we know that these guys they buy every lead in the entire industry, and. They will give us comparisons of our product. We thought that was very important, and also, of course, Quantum Assurance was our biggest customer. And now that we are past two two years, we are getting ready to take it to the phase two of our operation. And the phase two of our operation is in the next one month. Our goal is to hire two hundred people. Fantastic, Jeff. Thank you so much. So, so you originally, so you had an insurance agency yourself. You were doing all those traditional methods of gaining business, all the networking, all the relationship building, but you thought. There's only eight nine hours working hours in the day, you know, longer sometimes, but really need to be working a lot more efficiently than that. And and the lead generation lead providers you're working with, you now think that actually there's another opportunity there to provide better quality leads or more leads, or or how would you say what you're doing now is different to some of those lead providers that you would have worked with when you were on the agency side? So I would say that would start with the concept principle. You know, Kaylin Egger and Justin Egger over there at Quantum Insurance, they have a thing called democratized insurance, right? Which means you know, give consumer the options and choice. And、um, for us over here, we kind of want to bring that same principle of concept, if that makes sense. So you know, when you're dealing with one lead vendors, they could be the best lead vendor, right? But that lead vendor will have forty, fifty different campaigns, from email campaigns, from mail back campaigns, from co-email campaigns, from Opt-in campaigns, from embedded campaigns, from Google, from LinkedIn, from TikTok, from Instagram, whatever that is, and then it will perform different in every state, different post.、Mm-hmm. So, but at the end of the day, if you're dealing with just one vendor, it's no different than selling captive insurance. When in a lot of ways that you can only have one option, right? Like their goal at the end of the day, sell you every single lead that they have. And I think what is cool about Kuohan is when we working with our clients. We tell them, "Hey, we aggregate. We're very 
direct and transparent upfront. We aggregate, aggregate, which means we sell leads from other vendors. Mm-hmm. But here's your option. And you know, we're in the process of rolling our exchange. So this way that when someone logs into our exchange portal, they can buy a hundred leads a day. And that hundred lead could be Everquote, you know, which is awesome. Yeah. Public traded company, Quinshree, Media Alpha, Quote Wizard, which is part of the lending trade family. I mean, these are all public traded companies who have the right TCPA process in place, which is very important. You know, you don't want to get sued. You know, those opt-in features are all there. And we vet all of our lead vendors. Um, usually they got to be public traded or if they have somewhere between 50 to 100 million plus in revenues. So, you know, foremost, we have a lineup in our exchange of the right lead vendors. So we can consumer the option to buy, like, you know what, if I want to buy three Everquote lead today, two Quinshree lead tomorrow, five Media Alpha home leads, whatever that is, you know, they get to uh, choose what they're buying. And, and at the end of the day, the lead will perform on their own and the data will be in our system. So if someone who are super closers, let's just say they close at 25%, but still they're going to close differently with every lead vendor. And vice versa, someone who's average closer, they're going to close differently with every lead vendor. You know, down the road, we we'll probably make a reality show out of this, right? Reality show of, you know, kind of like people can bet on Super Bowl and scores and what the final score is, where like you can bet on five teams, what the parlay is. You know, we probably could throw up, you know, ratio everybody when they walk in. So, oh yeah, you know, I'm going to buy a hundred lead, you know, this percentage with this company. And I bet you this is going to be my best lead close ratio. It never worked out that way. So at the end of the day, you know, instead of letting our emotion telling a story, telling us a buying pattern, yeah. uh, we just allow the data to tell us the story. Yeah, as we are in the insurance coffee house today, got to ask you, what is your go-to coffee of choice? I can see you got one there right now. So if I'm in a rush, I um, I have a Keurig machine and uh, it is Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. And uh, I know real coffee people would just flip over in their graves right now because I, I'm running Keurig. But, you know, if uh, if I'm just enjoying my day, wake up Saturday morning, want to hear my kids scream around the house, then I will pop up Golden Ratio. Golden Ratio is my friend Clark Nolan, and uh, he's a new tech startup of coffee startup. Shout out to Clark. And um, Golden Ratio is based out of Austin, Texas. They're backed by some amazing founders. So he sent me some stuff, and now I'm hooked. I am consistently watering them. So that awesome. is my coffee of choice. That sounds like great coffee. If you could send us a link to that, we'll, we'll put yeah. that in the show notes so people can have a little look. Try it sounds out. Sounds good. Yeah, awesome. Thanks, Jeff. Jeff, we we talked a little bit about the business. Could you give me a snapshot of where the business is now in terms of funding and in terms of sort of the employee numbers that you have there at the moment? Yeah. So currently, we are a very small small team right now. We have about eleven people. Number eleven just joined us last night. Yeah. Um, right. We're going through our own debt funding, so we are raising a seed round. We're raising yeah. a small seed round, which is an equity round. Yeah. We're looking for some strategic alliance right now. Same time, we are looking to do a $7 million debt raise as well. So that's on top of the equity raise. Right. And we've discussed a little bit about the product. How has that product developed? And if you could give me yeah, maybe another overview of the product itself. So from what I understand, it's rather than going to three, four, five different lead providers, you can go to yourself and then have access to all those different leads from those different businesses. Yeah, I mean, it would just be a portal. In the portal, you can make your own choice, kind of like when you take a shopping cart and walk into Costco. 
which you end up buying way more things than you need every time. Yeah. And then now, also, you know, we have a, a different side of vision on top of that. So this is just small first layer. There's a second layer. The second layer is which we can now provide feedback to the insurance carriers. So let's just say you are an insurance carrier and you want to go into uh, another state. Let's just say you're opening a new state called Maryland and um, you know, you're in currently in 15 states and you bought open Maryland. And um, you know, once our exchange is fully live, you're gonna see, let's just say all the agents who are resident agents and non-resident agents selling in Maryland. You're gonna see all the lead vendors, how each lead vendor perform in Maryland currently. You're going to see how each agency performs in Maryland currently. And you know what? If you say, hey, you know what? We're not going to put local district manager with territory manager with field rep in Maryland. You know, one thing with COVID to do conferences and shows is harder. And second thing is when you're meeting agents through conferences and shows, it's really a passive meeting. You don't know anything about them outside. They can tell you what they can do. You go ahead, appoint them with a carrier contract and they don't come out performing. So versus our model, our model allow carriers directly to engage with agents, kind of like Tinder or Match.com for the insurance 21st century. So we are a tool bridging the carrier relationship to the agents, and they have data feedbacks in the entire lineup of close ratio per zip code, county, city, state, for every leave in there, for every agent that's out there. And they can say, you know what? We're going to become friends. I'm going to point you with our contract, and uh, we're going to allow you to distribute in this area. And vice versa, if let's just say you are a captive company like um, Shelter, American Family, Allstate, State Farm, Farmers, we can even give more detail because you have closer relationship with your agents in that specific state. Um, we can do a lot of crazy things like, you know, they can just send us their heat code, their heat map, what we call it. Heat map is things like, where's your best close rate? Where are you performing the best against your competitors? Heat map is things like what's your best loss ratio? Where you're performing at your best loss ratio and um, not taking the heaviest loss? Where you're performing best against your competitors? So let's just say if you are farmer, for example, if you're performing best against Liberty Mutual, Nationwide, and Progressive in zip code 20105, then you can tell all your agents, hey, we want every single lead from every single lead vendor in this specific zip code. We can even go deeper like age filters, 35 to 55 year old. You know, we want every single lead of 35 to 55 year old in this zip code. So these are multiple layers of what our industry need to be going to because the technology is already there. But again, trying to reimagine future is not easy because you have to get people to buy in to your imagination. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, so that's clearly fantastic benefit there for the carriers as they look to distribute their products they look to distribute their insurance policies what would you say are the main benefits for the brokers the agencies they get to buy things with information feeding back to them right one is you have a benchmark because you know once our system is fully built out we'll have benchmark of performance in your area of yeah. models similar to yours and number two is you know we offer them the freedom of options, you know, even though we produce our own leads, but we're not trying to stuff our leads down your throat. Say, hey, this is all you want to buy, right? So, you know what? At the end of the day, they're like, hey, your leads suck. I'm like, which one, right? Which vendor? And at the end of the day, you know, they get to fully see a transparency of what they're buying and what their results is. And sometimes, you know, it's not us, it's them, right? I'm put this analogy out there. And we have backend people listen to sales calls, right? You'd be surprised how often people don't ask for sales calls. 
So a couple of technology that we're implementing with third party other with other third party startup insurtech companies. One is grading of our leads. So we grade not just our own leads, but all the lead vendors in our system. We look for fraud. And fraud is a big thing in the lead world. Second thing is, you know, we have process in place to listen to some of these calls. And for example, did agent ask for the sale? Did they ask for sale? How many times did they ask for sale? We have the ability to send a report to the agency owner who's buying those leads for their agents. And also we have another system with a, a third-party vendor and we are grading each one of our leads in a pattern. So let's just say lead vendor A consistently sent us great leads resulting in bundle sales. Then that's grade A. Lead vendor B consistently sending us leads that resulting in monoline sales, which is just one auto or one home. And, and then that's a great B, right? So you know, we're doing a lot of these proprietary stuff on the back end, you know. And I think what makes us unique is we don't have pride. We don't have pride in this gotta be my system, right? This gotta be my lead. Our focus is the results. How do we give our clients an undisputed edge of advantage, rival all their competitors? So whether it's our own technology, our own leads, or other lead company leads and other tech companies, proprietary startup, mm. we want to use it all in a harmony way yeah. and to give the best results possible. Say, hey, you know what? If you are dancing in our bowl, you know, you're going to make the best noodle soup. Mm-hmm. So they get the best access to the best quality lead. It's much more efficient because they're just working with one supplier rather than multiple different suppliers. It's all being tracked so they can see the point of failure, whether it's different leads they're getting in from different from, from different lead companies or whether the point of failure is with their own salespeople themselves. So they can really see and they can really fine-tune that sales yeah. fund, that sales process that they have. So not to uh, to our own form, but they don't just get the best access to the best leads. They always get the best access to the worst leads, to the trash. But the beauty of our system is everybody will have their own name, their own brand, their logo behind it. So when you buy an auto exchange and you know what you're buying, even you're getting trash, you get to have a mental check mark. What determines a trash? Is it one producer complaining one time about one lead? Or is it multiple lead, multiple failure, multiple disconnect, multiple bad leads? And then now you see a pattern. Like, it doesn't matter what's good, what's bad. You know, all we're trying to tell people is <clears throat> it got to have a pattern, right? Yeah. It got to have a pattern that's in data and that's shown with people's logo behind it. So this way, it also kind of hold everybody else accountable, right? So all the lead vendors out there, whether they're Queen Street, they're Everquote, mm-hmm. no matter how big they are, everybody have bad stuff and everybody have good stuff. We get to go back and tell them, hey, by the way, this is how you are performing against other lead vendors. Mm-hmm. And I think this is super important. That accountability that that will raise the qualities across the board, the performance qualities of each of those providers. As you're going now, looking forward, I know you've got some ambitious growth plans that we'll discuss. But what do you think are going to be the biggest challenges as you try and grow and scale up your business from here? People, it's I'll answer this question twenty out of twenty times the same exact way. If you listen to this podcast, give us a call. Find me on LinkedIn under Jeff, she, and send me a DM. People is the harder thing about this organization, especially now we're going through, we're just going through really the startup, the Web3 boom, 
the blockchain boom, the fintech boom, the insurtech boom. I mean, if you're a talented person, the world is fine right now. And you know what? We're just looking for people who want to have fun with us. Harder thing is people. So we have 11 people. They're all talented and I love them. And everybody is here for a different reason. Some people just got bored where they were. You know, usually when someone gets bored, is they don't have another project that's challenging them that they feel fulfilling. Yeah. Or their leaders didn't paint the vision they need to to excite, excite them. Uh, some people are here because, not because what they made or didn't make. Some people are here just because they had a friction and they feel trapped. They feel caged where they were working at. You know, one challenge that we will be dealing with as we grow bigger and bigger and bigger is we're going to have to put people on rails. Sorry, my daughter's like walking past by me and she's sure. screaming in the background. <laughs> we're going to have to put people in rails so they can perform and excel in their own sector, in their own role, in their own division. But at the same time, it could have a reverse effect. They could feel trapped. They could feel like, you know, I'm all I'm doing is my job. If other people don't do their job around me, then my job doesn't excel, doesn't perform. So, you know, to make all this work, especially in today's remote environment, when you feel like you're doing everything, you're doing all the hard work yourself and nobody else around you working, even though they could be working, but you just don't see it. So I think that's one thing that's hard about the future, even though it's exciting because we have a lot of people working remote from home, but it's also a huge block in building unity, in building synergy around a company when you don't see the person next to you. You don't know how much they're working. So you feel like sometimes people could feel like, man, I work so much harder than everybody else. So I think that is a, a tough challenge. Certainly is. Certainly is, Jeff. Brings us nicely on now to the espresso round where the questions are short, sharp and straight to the point. Are you ready for the espresso round, Jeff? Yeah, let's go. Let's go. The espresso round. Jeff, how many people are you looking to grow the business by in the next 12 months? Our goal is probably by 200. You know, we will probably put that, you know, split 60, 40, 60 people, 60% probably in the sales sectors and 40% probably in the tech sectors. Wow. That's huge, huge, huge growth plan. What are the culture, the values as you look to grow? What are the culture and the values that you're looking to build there? The coach and the values, you know, when we're trying to reimagine tomorrow, you know, we'd love to have people come over with different, different experience, different things of how we did things before. But at the same time, you know, we want to people have all have a voice. We want to say, hey, when I was at ABC Lee Company or ABC Media Company, I wish we did things this way. You know, these are things I love to hear. And most importantly, you know, we'll be divided up in different sectors, right? Let's just say Medicare sector, life sector, commercial sector, in each sector. If we can hire leaders and pay them a high salary, then we are going to be trusting them to do their job, trusting them to perform at their absolute highest level. Yeah, I mean, that, so that's a good point. So as you are growing quickly, how do you maintain those values as you scale with things like working from home, the pandemic situation that we're still in at the moment? How do you maintain those values while you've got people based in different parts of the country? It's, uh, it's a challenge for everyone. So, you know, hiring the right character, you know, is such a tough thing. And I think as long as we're focusing on hiring the right character, remind people what the mission is, 
And uh, hopefully we'll have the right people on the team. So this is probably my 15th startup. I've done this hiring a few times before. Yeah. And, um, you know, everything with the organization, you win or you lose in the hiring. And once you've onboarded them, clearly some employees are going to want more face-to-face time than others. Mm-hmm. How, how, do you, how do you give them what, what they're looking for, whether that's, you know, a lot of FaceTime or some people want, don't want micromanaging? How do you... How do you go about doing that? Well, on those juggling balance, right? So yeah. some people don't want micromanage, some people do. And, um, you know, we do Zoom meetings, team meetings. We do group texts. You know, we don't allow people with Samsung phone into our circle. It's blue bubbles forever. Yeah. And, um, you know, trying to balance it, right? We have an upcoming trip to Nashville, Tennessee. We have our internal goal. And once we hit that internal goal, you know, we go somewhere fun. And then we're trying to do something fun together, you know, every quarter. So amazing, amazing. You're gonna get some country music there in uh, Nashville, yeah. Some country music, you know. You might see me with a cowboy hat in your next yeah. uh podcast. <laughs> so, you know, country music and some good barbecue. You know, Tennessee yeah. is known for some good barbecue, so we're excited about that. Awesome, awesome. Sounds like a great trip. In terms of people from an insurance background, so someone who's m- might have had a career like yourself, an agency or a carrier. What value can they bring to a business like yours, that insurance experience? That's an interesting one. So I would say it starts with what do they think is broken? You know, when I do interview people, I ask them, I say, what do you think is broken? Mm-hmm. What do you think broke? How would you think, how would you do things different way? You know, you'd be surprised sometimes missions and business plans are coming out of, are the one that came out of interviews, if that makes really? sense. Really? Yeah. Really? That's- you know, I was like, hmm, that's interesting. And I was like, oh, you know what? I should do it. I should take that advice, right? Mm -hmm. Like everybody has a voice, you know, and those voices are the Mm -hmm. ones that guide us better. Like they've either experienced or they've seen an issue that's happening maybe at some of your clients, at some of the agencies or the carriers that they, that you partner with. And maybe they've got some ideas of of a better way of doing things, which adds an awful lot of value. Jeff, final question, the espresso round. You mentioned there that you've started a, a, a lot of startups. If there are any executives out there or potential founders who are looking to grow their own InsureTech over the next 12 months, start their own InsureTechs, what do you think are the foundations that they need to have in place before they start to scale up? The best founders come from our industry, in my opinion. You know, we see a lot of founders come from the outside world, like the VC world, the bank world, because they can get access to funding these days. You know, we're going through a crazy time period where specs, VCs, you know, are just really driving all the tech industry booms. But I think the best founders come from our world because they understand what's broken. Mm. You know, in short tech, the world sounds like, you know, everything got to be full tax full stack technology, APIs, data. But I don't think that's necessarily it, right? Mm. At the end of the day, you still have to make insurance product that solve insurance problems. So for the founders who are in the insurance world that understand the insurance brokenness, whether it's on claims, whether it's on distribution, whether it's on carrier, MGA, reassurance, whatever they are, there are things broke everywhere. There are things that for 50 years, it was done one way. So for those founders, they come in here and they always say, hey, I could do these things better, or I could have done that thing better. That's really what makes them valuable. And then you start finding the money. Mm. You start pitching your idea, find the money, and then you start finding the people who can solve that technology mm. for you. 
So the value is in the idea rather than just the access to the capital. 100%. The value is in reimagination. Look at Coinbase. The crypto exchange that's taking on the big bank is in all in the imagination. Think about how long the concept of a bank has been around. And someone wants to say, I'm going to challenge that concept. You know, I look at Coinbase uh, motto, reimagine tomorrow's money. Mm. Like, who come up with that? <laughs> right? But they're doing it. So, you know, we're in a new world. Very inspiring, actually. Very inspiring to, to think about. Jeff, thank you so much. We've we've almost reached the end of our time in the insurance coffee house today. Before we go though, do you have one piece of closing advice for our listeners? And how would they go about reaching out to you after the show? So, you know, first I want to give some shout-outs. I want to give a shout out to founders of Quahan, Kaylin Egger, Justin Egger, Justin Marks, to put me in this position to help them succeed, you know. And this is very important because they believe in me, right? They either supported me, work with me, and um, and also our clients. Our clients, you know, who say, hey, you know, here's all these public traded company, but I'm going to go with Quahan because I know Jeff or I know Justin Marks. And then it's our team, you know, they are the most important thing, you know, because without them, we'll have no clients. So, you know, all the team members that's at Quahan, you know, you guys are valued every single day. And if you want to find us, the best way to find us is go on LinkedIn, follow Quahan, and you can add me, connect with me on LinkedIn, and then we can have a discussion and have a conversation. So, awesome! Thanks, for that Jeff. Yeah, we'll be sure to we'll put a link to Quotehound, but also we'll put a direct link for you there as well, so people can click straight through. Jeff, thank you so much for your time today. It's been a real pleasure to have you in the Insurance Coffee House today. Really enjoyed hearing more about your career, but actually a lot about the great work that you're doing there at Quotehound and how the benefits that you're providing there to agencies and to the carriers you're working with. So thanks very much for your time. Thank you very much. Have a great one. Thank you, Jeff. And to all the insurance and insure tech leaders out there, wherever you're listening around the world, we thank you for your time today. I'm sure you would have gained a lot of valuable insights and advice from Jeff. If you did enjoy the show, please remember to download and subscribe to the pod to receive each one of our episodes directly into your app each week. And if you'd like to be a guest on the show, or I'd like to learn more about the competitive advantage that podcasts can give to your business when attracting talent, please reach out to us at insurance-search.com or drop us a message on LinkedIn. Until next time, I've been Nick Codley. This has been the Insurance Coffee House Global InsureTech Series. Take care. You've been listening to the Insurance Coffee House with Nick Hoadley. Join us next time to hear more insights and inspiring success stories to help you become a better insurance business leader. Available to download or subscribe now.